peeps, I am officially one week into my second COVID vaccine. You know, since you've got to wait like two weeks after your vaccine to really be, I guess, protected. So before I can go really remaskless, I've got to wait and do the time. Yep, and I'm one week down. It's going pretty fast. I mean, the night, the day after my second shot was horrible, to say the least. It was really, really hard, and I would never, ever forget it. And I'm really thankful that I didn't get COVID at the very beginning or in the middle. And the only reason I kind of did get it was because it was my choice. Because I wanted to be safer against it. But I'm really excited to get to the next week. So I can really just kind of not be done with it. Because we're never really going to be done with it. But to have more protection. And hopefully those other variants can calm down some. You know, I feel like this week we're both really fast and then bone-crushingly slow at the very end of it. It was pretty annoying. Last week, I did not do an episode because I had star testing. You know, SAT testing and then star testing kind of back-to-back. Those two weeks are pretty, I guess, busy. So, it was a definite pain in my butt, but I got it done. And it was really simple, like really, really easy. And the cool thing about it was that usually when you take the star test, if you don't know, is that you got to sit there for four hours. And I didn't. I didn't have to. Because I was a virtual student, I was able to leave right after I was done with my test. So... I finished in about an hour. I took another 30 minutes to really look over it because it was lengthy in questions, but it was pretty much done in an hour, and I felt really confident, and I just was like, I'm done. I'm going to leave. Let's go get lunch. I left, actually, I left really early. I wasn't able to get lunch because everything was so close. (laughs) But I really wish Star Test could have been more like that in the past, although I don't know how it would work given 10 year olds can't drive or parents can't come and really pick them up that would be a horrible horrible sight if 10 year olds could drive I mean I know some 16, 17, and 18 year olds who don't really know what they're doing so imagine a couple of 10 year olds doing it but Ten at four hours is a long time. It feels like ten hours, but four hours is a long time. So being able to get it done is pretty cool. I mean, you think about it, an exam that can have around a hundred questions takes two hours. They give you say, okay, you're gonna do two hours, but an exam that will start test is under a hundred questions, you get four hours. Kind of doesn't really make sense, but I was really happy we got to go. Mm, that is my last star test I had to take in high school. I think ever. 
So I'm like wanting to rip that band-aid off for like I don't well since last year I didn't have to take any star tests because of COVID, but now that I was like able to get it out the way, it felt really nice to just go and blow it out the water. I'm spending a lot of time on this topic, but this is not the topic for today. I know you thought it was, but it is not. Today we're going to India, and if you're thinking we're going to be talking about the COVID-19 crisis in India, then you are totally right. We're going to India for that specific reason. We got to. So, Elements, I hope you're doing well. It's Kayla here with your weekly dose of reality. Let's hit it. As I start seeing more vaccines being distributed out all around me, sometimes I I really forget about what's going on in other countries. You know, us Texans kind of have that thing where we forget there's other states. Heck, if there are other countries, you know, it's just something that we do. But I really forget about other countries. So when I heard and saw the numbers of COVID cases, I was concerned. When I really looked at the pictures, the conditions in India, I was like, whoa, this this is really bad. It was worse than what I was, you know, what I was thinking at first. You know, the news does a great job with blowing a lot of things out of proportion. So, of course, I decided to do a bit more research. And you're finding that some, like, more than 10 million people have recovered in India from COVID. But it doesn't make sense that their cases are going up in thousands every single day. That's the bad part of it. May 6th. Of last year, India had an estimate of 2,819 positive COVID cases. And May 6th this year, India had an estimate of a total of 390,188 cases, according to our world data. Now, we understand that, of course, cases grew all over. I mean, we didn't know how to grapple with it. Some of us didn't have great political representatives who would protect or do what they needed to do. Like, yeah, Texas is a prime example. Actually, I don't know what Texas is doing right now, but they're not doing what they need to be doing. So you're like, Kayla, why are you telling me this? We're in India. I'm going back to the topic. India right now is the country with the highest positivity rate in the world. Let that sink in. The highest positivity rate in the world and according to cnn in this indian state one in every two people tested is positive for covid written by jesse young and manavina suri with increasing covid cases india's oxygen resources and hospital availability are being pushed to the limits now we pretty much saw that when our cases were up high but they're still going through it you know last night i watched as one of the news reporters showed pictures of the full hospital rooms and the tight spaces as doctors are 
trying their best to fit as many people in a room as possible. You know, at one point I saw patients lying outside on newspapers and with IVs in their arms because hospitals are full to capacity. They can't take anyone in and it's a disaster. They're trying to seek help from other countries. I mean, doctors in the U.S. are trying to do telehealth communication to help other doctors in India. Give them resources to help them out. It is a disaster over in India. They have lost a total of 238,000 people. And at the moment, the state minister of Goa proposed a lockdown stating that we have had issues of oxygen supply and other issues. We need to bring the positivity rate down. That's the only way forward. By the way, this is India's second wave. And of course, it's common to see a growth in cases when you have waves. I mean, we've had waves. We've seen it. We're like, okay, we're going to have a wave. It's going to be big. We're going to see a lot of cases. This wave is hitting its major cities, leaving many healthcare workers overwhelmed and people suffering. And just this Thursday, Goa reported a total of 3,800 cases in a day which was the record highest daily. As things are starting to open up again more in Texas, well, let's be serious. Like I said earlier, we were only close for a hot second before, and now we're 100%. The moment our governor got his vaccine, we opened 100% wants to put us back to work but back to what I was saying as things are starting to open up again India is hoping to continue to keep businesses schools gyms and other public places even political buildings closed and working at home due to the rise in COVID cases since India is having so many cases back to back it's getting hard to determine which variant people are getting affected with Some may be more contagious than others, and they just don't know that. They're saying they're having a reason. They're saying India is having such a hard time because they've also found that infection rate of the strand that people are getting infected with is very high. In which it, in turn, creates a lot more problems. One reason behind this growth has been well seen in other countries when, of course, the measures to keep people protected start to lax. We start to forget. We start to think everything's okay because they're opening up, opening businesses, allowing interstate travel. I mean, during India's second wave, it has definitely seen the effects of opening the businesses and letting tourists come in. Many believe that the country's complacency has caused the cases to rise. There were no restrictions of any kind, and that is something that they should have looked at at that point in time. They're now feeling that effect. And just last winter, India had a festival. 
one of the biggest annual celebrations. Forgive me if I butcher this. Diwali. And had people traveling across India. Again, one of the biggest celebrations. Now, what India is trying to do is slow the cases. As of right now, they've got interns from medical school who are being sent to healthcare facilities to help. And they are trying to get new COVID treatments and oxygen tanks to also help. Since not only their hospitals are being pushed to its fullest capacity, but their oxygen t- tanks and their ventilators and all the other treatments, everything is being pushed to it, its max. Now I can go on and on and on about how bad it is. I mean, all you got to really do is look it up on Google. You can type in India and see how bad it truly is. But the real question is what you can do to help. Well, according to ABC11.com, how you can help India during its COVID-19 crisis, written by Doyera Biswas, you can donate to the international organization Project Hope, which works to help provide PPE to hospitals, support healthcare workers, oxygen supplies, ICU equipments, and more. You can also donate to the America India Foundation, who will donate hospital beds and ventilators and cold storage units, you know, to transfer those vaccines, because there's a certain temperature they're supposed to be at. You can also buy and even ship oxygen ventilators from SEWA International to give to sick people in need. These are just some of many organizations that you can donate help in the crisis in India. If you want to know more or see more organizations, you can go to www.nytimes article, How Do You Help India Amid the COVID Crisis, written by Mike Ives, Ives, to search other organizations that you may feel suits you best suit your interest. They all are great organizations. If there's a way to slow the spread, we've got to do it. We've got to find a way to help the people in India. A lot of healthcare professionals are saying that some people may be infected, but they don't know they're infected, and that can cause even more infection. Some infected people are uncounted for. And the biggest thing that we can do right now is to continue to wear our mask. Get in line for your vaccine. If you can do it, go for it. Really search, research what you want, try to get what you want. We are one third, I want to say one third of the population that's already vaccinated. We've got more to go. I know that excludes those who are below age 16, but you can still wear your mask. I mean, I can't express to you how important it is for you, for us to be safe. So let's continue to do our part and wear our mask.
In the meantime, you got this, India. Rise on, elements.